Hello, welcome to another episode of the Project Purple podcast. I'm Dino Varelli, founder and CEO of Project Purple. And today we're back in the podcast studio for a special episode. But before I give you the title of this episode, what a journey this has been. We're coming in on four years of the Project Purple podcast, almost 200 episodes, 200 guests that we've had on the podcast from our amazing group of survivors and fighters, our participants, professional athletes, Instagram influencers from all walks of life, people bringing positivity to the Project Purple podcast over the last four years every week. And this has been an amazing journey. Thank you all for listening in every week and for helping us to become the number one podcast in the pancreatic cancer space. Over 50,000 plays on this podcast. If you'd asked me the question when we started this podcast, if uh, I would have envisioned that four years later, we still be doing this, I probably would have said no. But it's because of you, the audience, and our guests that have allowed us this opportunity to continue putting out content to help raise awareness of this thing called pancreatic cancer and bring something positive to the world. Today's episode's a real special one. You know, when we started this podcast, I thought that we should have kind of, you know, a, a, a hard ending to all the episodes. And I say, and I say hard in kind of in air quotes here, as I, I've, I've said it on the podcast before, in the sense of just a thought-provoking question that we could ask our guest, but then also just leave our audience with just something that's just so powerful. And this just happened right away. And it was, how do you define pancreatic cancer? What is that guest's definition of pancreatic cancer? And I've got to tell you, it's been pretty wild to say the least to hear people from all walks of life define pancreatic cancer. Here at Project Purple, we're on a mission to find a world without pancreatic cancer, trying to find a cure, early detection. And pretty much 99% of the people that have come on the podcast have been touched by pancreatic cancer. So this definition of pancreatic cancer is just so wild to have heard so many powerful statements, so many people from different walks define it in so many different ways. And what we wanted to do with this special episode is just share with our audience and share with you, if this is the first time you're listening to the Project Purple podcast, what people have said as we ask that question is, how do you define pancreatic cancer? So with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And maybe this episode is the episode that makes you think a little bit about what your definition of pancreatic cancer is. Thank you for listening and for making this podcast what it's become. We hope you enjoy this episode. So how do you define 
pancreatic cancer. What does that word mean to you? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. I don't know if I really, you know, gave much thought to ever what does pancreatic cancer mean to me. Um, you know, at first, uh, for me, you know, my first exp- you know experience with it, my first thought was like, well, this is the end of my story. You know, this isn't the way that I wanted to, my life to end. You know, this is not not who I am. I'm, you know, I've always been athletic and healthy, and, and I can't believe, you know, that the guy that was running the wellness committee at work trying to tell everybody else to be healthy was in the process of dying. But the whole experience, I mean, physically, you know, I, I was, I, I had to educate myself more on nutrition uh, than I did like with running, you know, with running, it's like, yeah, eat complex carbs and have a good diet and hydrate, and then everybody goes drinking beer and stuff, which I never did. But um, pancreatic cancer to me is, is uh, it's the dragon. You know, it's a beast that comes out of nowhere. It breathes fire. It's huge. It's, it's massive and it's on and it's hungry. And you can't be like the deer caught in the headlights uh, when it comes into your life. You know, I've, I got people that, I talk to sometimes and they're just going to, they're waiting and waiting and waiting to hear back that they're not taking any action on their own at that time. I'm like, you know, you might have to wait for the doctor to get back and then they come up with a plan that just could be weeks or a couple months in the, in, you know, in the planning, but that dragon's breathing on you right now and you need to take your own personal steps uh, to try to change that course by, and, you know, go in a different direction. It's, it's out there and like every cancer out there. It's, I remember growing up uh, as a kid and I, I, I don't remember hearing about all these cancer cases when I was growing up. And so it seems like now it's, you know, almost a, you know what it is. It's an epidemic proportions. I know more people with cancer than I've ever heard of with COVID. So, you know, it, it's a beast. Um, you have to fight it. You know, if, if you're at an age where, you know, especially you have a lot of life ahead of you, it's, um, you know, and it taught me a lot, not just about, uh, you know, nutrition and, and uh, you know, tr- building a strong immune system, but it, it taught me a lot about what my priorities in life were going to be. You know, I... I was a guy that was like really focused on my kids and work, you know, and, and running was something that I enjoyed incredibly. That was my release from stress that was taken away when I got sick. And so I had to find a new way to live my life uh, and deal with the stresses and everything without the running. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I hate cancer. You know, it's, I hate seeing people suffer from it particularly children. If I see a kid with cancer, the waterworks come on. And I think it needs to be eradicated. I think we can do that. I think that the technology is out there. I think we need to free that up so that, you know, uh, states need to have their own rights as far as how they treat their cancer patients and, and patients need more flexibility and what's available to them to help them. But it's, it's the enemy. 
and it's the dragon and it needs to be destroyed. And, you know, I'm just one guy, but I can keep putting a message out there. So, Hey, it's not necessarily the end of the road. You know, you know, get involved in the fight, be the most active participant in your survival. Um, and it's hard. It's really hard emotionally and mentally to, to do that when you have that diagnosis. But, you know, I just, I just kind of wish we could eliminate it. Uh, and I'm, I think that someday we'll get there. You know, who know, you know, we don't know five years, 10 years down the road from now, pancreatic cancer could have the same survival rate as, you know, all kinds of different other cancers. So it's, yeah, pancreatic cancer was the beast. And, um, it, it taught me a lot, not just about like everything I was telling you about, but about, about myself and what my priorities are. And it made me a lot more emotional of a person and a lot more sharing. And we, we more, uh, have got way more empathy now for people that have cancer. You know, it's just, I want to help them out. I want to put the word out there. Um, it's kind of like I'm retired now. So that's like my new mission. Get the word out that it's not the end of the world. And, that you can fight it. So that's, that's kind of what I'm doing now. You know, I'm just exercising a lot. I talk to people. I do what I can, you know, in, in my small corner of the world. And, you know, I want to live my life and, and uh, enjoy that life. Life is, uh, life's too critical and it's too good uh, to lose it. So. Uh, this is a loaded question. There's no right or wrong, but what's your definition of the word pancreatic cancer. How do you define it? Um, really the worst thing that ever happened to me. Uh, it's, um, it's a killer. And it's being ignored. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't, I mean, other than obviously the medical definition of what it is as a condition. Um, it's like a dirty little secret in the corner for these old people with their poo problems who are dying. Except I'm not old and I'm not dead. Your experience. How do you define pancreatic cancer? What's that definition for you? <laughs> uh, so pancreatic cancer is something that um, could be spread in ways that people don't know, could go undiagnosed in people for years, which is when they have problems, because I was lucky uh, that my endocrinologist caught it, uh, you know, very early. But I, um, I look at pancreatic cancer as a form of cancer that um, is devastating. If you look at the statistics in terms of the number of people each year who get pancreatic cancer, it's moderate. You know, it's, it's, it's not in the top five. If you look at the number of people who die from pancreatic cancer, um, it's within the top five. It's like it's like number two, maybe. 
So, um, so when I you know define pancreatic cancer, I, I, I look at it as something that happens to us like any other cancer. Hold on a second. Uh, at, at, like any other cancer, but it, it's far more deadly. And um, it doesn't happen because we're a bad person. No cancer happens because we're a bad person. It just happens to us because uh, we are unlucky. And it, it's something that sits there towards the back of your, your body and it's this small elongated piece that if you look at it, it looks so innocuous. And you know, its function in terms of you know, regulating our sugar doesn't sound nearly as important as other things. But it is, it is, it, it can be absolutely devastating. And while I, I still have a number of side effects that I deal with and you know, um, the other thing, you know, I know I'm not defining it per se, but we have to not be scared of it. That's part of my biggest advice is you have to go to the doctor regularly and have them do, you know, a, a series of, you know, blood work on you. Even if it's not this Billy Rubin for pancreatic cancer. But once you start see, feeling something and, you know, if you're lucky enough to experience the symptom, the, the limited symptoms that there are, and I wasn't, is that um, your your skin kind of get, gets to be a, a yellow, kind of a yellow color. And it's not something that's obvious that that's a, um, a, a danger point. And our eyes could start to show that too. And it's not something that we, you know, we think about, you know, we look at ourselves. I don't think we look that closely. I don't think that we really study our arms or our legs mm -hmm. um, all the time. So um, I, I, and I also define pancreatic cancer as something that we still know so little about. Given your experience, what is your definition of pancreatic cancer? How do you define it? I wouldn't want people to come and speak to me at my funeral, standing there and saying, he died of this, he died of pancreatic cancer. I would not want anyone to miss the birth of a baby or or a wedding because they thought about people dying of pancreatic cancer who was a friend of theirs. So I see pancreatic cancer. I don't see it as a as a dis-ease. Although it is, I see it as a really a, a, a push to bring myself and people who you know there's a dash you have a dash mm -hmm. you know when you and I are on the on the yard line and we're going to have a dash for the hunger yard line I want us all to begin at the same dashing point you can't say that we're going to have a race 
and it's going to be 100 yards, but I'm going to put myself at the 50. Yeah. yeah. And let's start the race. I said, no. When you're diagnosed with cancer, we all start at the same race. So I see again, take, pay, pancreatic cancer is not a disease. It's a race. It's a race of what you want to do with your time. Because it could be shortened or lengthened. Lengthened, lengthened. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the tongue tie. But it, it, it matters. It really matters that what is pancreatic? What does it mean to me? I don't think there's enough time because there's twofold. It's a twofold thing because, you know, the pupil of the eye, do you know? Yeah. The pupil of the eye is what all people have. Every human being has a pupil of the eye. What it does, it regulates light coming into the body and it regulates light going out. It opens and closes. It opens and closes. So I think it's pancreatic cancer as the pupil of the eye. It opens you up to the darkness in your, in your life for the moment, but it also shuts out some lightness, light in your life that you shouldn't be even looking at. Yeah. You know, because again, the glamorous, how pretty you really are on the outside, pretty face, how much your muscles are. You can lift up, you can lift up 500 pounds, but wouldn't open a door for someone in front of you, a woman. You know, I think it really opens your eyes up to the pupil of what you see in yourself. Because that pupil is really, they call it dilate. Ever going in for a test for a dilation with your eyes? Ever do that? Yeah. And they give you these fake glasses. But these yeah. fake glasses look fake. They're paper. Yeah. But you know, they're, they're powerful. They're powerful, yeah. You, yeah, because if you don't wear those glasses when you go out, you could damn it. And the doctor says, Wear these for the next, I don't know, what is it, hour or so. Yeah. Please, Gino, please, Alan, in the world, wear these glasses for the next hour. If you don't, the light that, that you're normally used to can blind you. Just like normal light you used to, or that darkness that you, you know. So I believe pancreatic cancer for me just opened my eyes up to the light and darkness that was always around me, but I didn't really see. This is okay. a this is a loaded question. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer to this, as I always uh, tell our guests when I ask this question. What is your definition of pancreatic cancer? So, you know, for me, it's it's a pretty powerful force um, that flips your world upside down in literally an instant when they say you have a finding on your pancreas. But with that, it, you know, there comes with courage and bravery and gratitude because it really takes courage and bravery to get through what a cancer patient has to go through. And it's not just pancreatic cancer, right? It's any other cancer. You know, you've got the scans, IVs, tests. They're very intrusive. The surgeries, the, you know, the, the diligent scans, the, the changes that you have to make to get through it. Um, and I, I've kind of said, you know, the gratitude that comes along with the cancer diagnosis, um, the world is so different now and in, in a good way. I, I have, I've, I've said to people, you know, if people could see the beauty in the world that I see now without a cancer diagnosis, the, the world would be such a better place. And 
for me, that's the, you know, the biggest thing. I see things so much clearer. Um, I see things, I see, I see beauty in everything. Like one day I was walking post, post, you know, post-op and I saw, I looked down and I saw this puddle and it was a heart. And I thought, well, I got to take a picture of this. I document, it, you'll see on, on my face, I document my, my, my runs, my walks. And I'm like, who would see this heart in a puddle? Probably just me. <laughs> and so I see things that maybe I think other people like just don't see because they're too busy. And, you know, I, I, you just don't know how much time you have left. I have a good prognosis, but it just spins your life a little bit for the better. This one is a tough one, but there again, no right or wrong. What is your definition of pancreatic cancer? Um, I view pancreatic cancer as um, it's been this bizarre gift for me. Mm. It's a very, it's a twisted gift, right? You know, I, uh, it has given me some things that I really don't want. Um, but it also, it's also given me, um, a lot of reasons to feel very blessed and very lucky and the people in my life and the people that I know, um, the things that I'm able to do are not lost on me. And in, in those ways, it's been a gift. In your own personal experience, and there's no right or wrong answer to this, it's your answer. How do you define pancreatic cancer? Um, are we talking like in one word or <laughs> it, it could be one word, it could be no. a statement, it could be a, a bunch oh, of sentences, goodness. it could be a paragraph. What's your definition of it? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm never really good at these things. Do you know how, <laughs> uh, how to, how to describe it? It's such a, it's, it's scary. Yes. Um, but it's not life defining it's life changing yes but it hasn't i don't like to think about it defining my life so keeping keeping that perspective um has been important to me but yes it's it is a scary scary thing to go through it's tough but you know we can we can you can do it and again this is uh your definition how you describe it. There's no right or wrong. It is a, a loaded question. What is your definition of the term pancreatic cancer? Well, probably when I, when I talk about it, when I'm on Twitter, I always refer to it as the beast because <laughs> when I, I look at how it affects people, you know, and it, it's a life changer. Because, and it, it, this might be the dumbest thing I've ever said, but <laughs> when I look at pancreatic cancer, like, I don't, I, I don't know what someone that has lung cancer goes through. I don't know what 
you know, someone has brain cancer, leukemia, but you know, I got to watch everything I do. I've got to watch that it doesn't kind of upset that delicate balance. You know, you know, obviously your, your pancreas is involved in your digestion. And I mean, obviously with what they, they take out of you during Whipple, you know, I always, I always tell people I'm like a, I'm a car without a catalytic converter. I'm, I got a straight pipe and you know, you got to watch what you eat and you got, you know, you see these commercials about being close to the bathroom, just things like that. You know, you never thought about, but you know, you can't eat fried food. I'm, I'm a big chicken wing guy and, you know, watch a football game or a baseball game, eat some wings and, you know, you know, just things like that, you know, going fishing with, I went fishing with my dad the other day and, you know, I was all terrified that at the boat launch, the bathrooms were locked. I'm thinking, mm. man, what if something happens and I got to go to the bathroom? I mean, that that's what this, it's everything this cancer does. It's a life changer for you. With your experience and your journey that you've gone through, what is your definition of pancreatic cancer? And there's no right or wrong to this. It's your definition. <laughs> Well, I mean, from a clinical standpoint, this is a life-threatening illness that will always hover over me. And so from a doctor's lens, this is a fault in the system, a mutation that has tried, may still be trying to kill me. Um, and it has dramatically changed my life. Um, and it's brought in a lot of struggle to my life. From a more um, spiritual sense, it's been a, um, a real meaningful challenge to realize that I could meet the challenge, um, realize how strong my family is together and that I could um, continue to persevere um, in the face of a, of a life-threatening illness and continue to look forward. Um, uh, that's part of the reason I went into the MMCI program was to be forward-thinking. You can curl up in a ball and you can say, well, I'm going to die or I'm a patient and I'm not, you know, my productivity, my productive days are over. Or you can say, I can still learn. I still have uh, hopes and dreams. And, you know, I wanted to do something with my son and daughter, but I also for myself, I didn't feel like I had to prove anything to myself other than that I could still be optimistic and look forward and continue to think about a future. Last question for you. And sure. this is always a, a loaded question, as I say. Um, there's no right or wrong to this answer that you'll give me in our audience, but what is your definition of pancreatic cancer? How do you define it? Probably two words. It sucks. Uh, but it it brings you to your knees, both 
figurative and literally because you realize it wasn't until after the five-year point I began to even take it, pour out. Yeah, I've lived with it hanging over me. You know, every, my oncology appointments are still, still terrifying, but back then they were beyond terrifying. It's like that movie, that moment in a horror movie where the music goes, dun, 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 dun. you go, don't go in that room. And go, turn around, turn around. Yeah, I don't watch horror movies. Wow, what an episode. As I said in our opening, four years, almost 200 episodes of that question of how do you define pancreatic cancer. We hope that this episode helps you come up with your definition of pancreatic cancer. And guess what? We'd love to hear it. So feel free to email me at dino, D-I-N-O, at projectpurple.org with your definition of pancreatic cancer. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like what you hear today, feel free to share this episode and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for making this podcast the number one podcast in the pancreatic cancer space. And until next time, please be safe. That's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast.